<laughs> Welcome to episode eight of Trev Talks, the podcast. And uh, I've got two special guests this evening. Um, the BBC didn't quite want them at the weekend, so I thought I'd have them instead. So this evening I've got the Horsham manager, Dom De Paula, and Dorking Wanderers manager, Mark White, as they clash in the A24 derby in the FA Cup fourth <laughs> qualifying round. Gents, how are you both? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good, Cheers. mate. Yeah, A24 derby. That's a, uh, that's a new one, Trev, but it's actually quite a good one. Well, it, it used to be, uh, Worthing used to call it the A24 derby with Horsham. And obviously, as you know, there's no uh, no league meeting between them anymore. I thought we'll stick that in the A24. It's the closest road, isn't it, to get through. So, The speed camera derby. <laughs> yeah, we could call it something like that as well, couldn't we? Um Dom, just like before we get started, I was going to say I've I've got a tip for you on how to beat Dorking. Um, that's to go two nil down. Turn in the first up, half. turn up. That's about it. Fucking get then... more than nine players and turn up. <laughs> go two nil down in the first half and then score three in the second half. That's how you do it. I was like, yeah, the old Barnet, you're Barnet fan, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll leave that one there, Mark. Anyway. Um, I was I yeah. was quite surprised actually the BBC didn't pick your game, being that it's a derby game as well. Um and they went for Bracknell against uh Dagenham. Had it been a twelve thirty kickoff though, how how would that sort of suit and fit for you two? Because you're used to playing at three o'clock. Obviously, Mark, we had the five thirty kickoff on Saturday. And I found that was a bit strange leaving the house at quarter past three to go to a game when everyone else had kicked off. So how would that fit for you two if it was if it had been a twelve thirty FA Cup live game? I mean, we, we'd have been, we'd have been buzzing because it because it's the the BBC. We'd have taken anything we could get. I should think. I don't think we'd have had too many complaints, to be honest. Mark, yeah, I'd much preferred a half twelve game when we had that half five. Mm. Um, that's the first time we've had a home game at half five. So I found myself all day just bored shitless. Walking around the house, so half twelve, we get out and about. So I wouldn't have minded that, to be fair. And um, I'm not so sure what the rationale is behind the BBC games, but yeah, shame they've not covered it. To be fair, I think they always get those BBC ones wrong in the early rounds. Yeah, I thought I yeah. thought they'd just pick a couple of the national league teams who are playing each other or something like that. That's normally what they do, isn't it? But well, I'd imagine I'd imagine there's not. You know, what you learn, isn't it? We all know this. There's not much rationale probably goes into it. it they're, they're probably asking someone at the FA. Um, who's, Bracknell fan. Yeah, who, who like supports Bracknell. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think when I saw the draw, there was probably only three games that we picked out when we were doing the PNLP podcast the other week. One was yours. There was one in the north, and I can't think who the other one in the south, but it wasn't. There wasn't like a great amount within the draw in either half, though, that you looked at it and went, oh, that would be a cracking game for the TV either. There wasn't, you know, there shouldn't have been that many much choice for them. Yeah. Can I just yeah. make you laugh, though? Yeah. Just spare, just just for a minute, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm always looking for opportunities to praise the FA. And I, and I praised them for, like, only giving me a £300 fine for kicking the ball away, which are no suspension. So I was thinking, no Brilliant. problem. No problem. What about the FA Cup rules? Seven subs, yeah, right? You can only use three and there's no extra time. Right, you know, fucking you fathom that one out. <laughs> right. No and then idea. You've got the other one, haven't you, mate? I mean, you've got you've got five subs, 
from step five down, you can use all five. Yeah. From yeah. Uh, EFL up, and can use all can use five, and then from step four to step one, you can use three out of five. Yeah. And so then there's just a little, little batch of teams that can't can't use five. <laughs> yeah. It's, it makes you laugh though, doesn't it? No extra time, but seven subs. Yeah. And um, you can use three. That's my latest observation for the FA Cup. That's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. Um, looking at like it being an FA Cup game, it's a break from the it's a break from the league as well. As managers, do you see it as it can be a help depending on how you've been playing so far, or it could be a hindrance because you're actually doing really well in the league, but you don't sort of want to you know stop stop playing. You want to get going again. Well, you're hard pushed to find a club that has a great cup run and a successful league campaign. You, I mean, you're 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 struggling to think of anybody over the years when you think of that. So, I think if you um, um, from my point of view, it's a welcome break because it, the the games tend in our league in particular have come quite quick and fast. Yeah, to a week, everyone's injured, blah blah blah. So it's a couple of weeks off before the next league game. Um, but to be honest, mate, with the owner hat on, um, it's a big ticket financially. So that's the way I look at it. We we had the last time we had that run a couple of years ago, and yeah. the first round, we we were like decimated with injuries through the whole whole thing, and um, replays as well. Yeah, I mean, even this time we played five in it. So it's like the, the, the first time round, it was, um, I think we got five points out of the first 10 games in the league. And it was so difficult. We was going from, like, for example, Woking 2000. And then we, we had a game on a Tuesday against Chesant after the Woking game. And I think it was like our low, lowest crowd we've ever had in the in the ground. There was like a couple of hundred in there. And it was like, we were just we were just miles off it. We just really struggled. So it was quite it was quite a challenge. This this time, as I said, we've played five games in it. We've we've we're miles behind already with we've we've gained, <coughs> I think we've got like six six weeks, twelve games coming up. So it's gonna it's gonna, you know, we're gonna have to have a bit of catch up because of the amount of games you end up playing in these um in these competitions. But you, like Mark says, you just can't turn it down. It's a you know, it's a it's a great, great thing. And it's the Carlisle thing last couple of years ago was the best thing we've ever done in football, although obviously it was only a first round draw. It was it was it was a brilliant, brilliant, loads of brilliant moments along the way as well. Some of the teams we beat, etc. So it's definitely worth it. It's worth the the sacrifice of some league points or whatever. I think looking back, ain't it? Um, uh, don't they do away with replays when it gets to first round proper now? Yeah, so there's no replays. I think up and then you and then it. Uh, Is it the yeah, fourth? I thought it was the fourth round. Fourth oh, round. Is it proper. fourth round? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so this this round's got replays. Yeah, and then the first yeah. round hasn't. They've got some strange old rules. I thought I it was the fourth round proper. The Premier League had, 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 had decided that we're we're not having replays. I'm not sure. I, I don't. Yeah, then I'm not. That's sure. what I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It's it's up to the fourth. You got to the fourth round proper, and then there's no replays from then onwards, from what I recall. Right. Okay. From this year, yeah. I'll take it's that just, back then. It's just the extra time they've cut out. Which obviously used to be in as well, and I, as you mentioned, Dom, you played five games already in the FA Cup. You've had one round of the FA Trophy already as well, so you've only played the seven league games. 
you sort of found, found that having played so many cup games as well so far, and you, obviously you played Tuesday night in the Sussex Senior Cup as well, that it just takes away that momentum that you can get going in the league. Yeah, if you if you have a run in it, we've again we found it found it last time. The momentum. I mean, we've we've got a big batch of away games we're fitting in after after Saturday's game, but it, we're all right this time. We haven't got mountains and mountains of injuries. Last time we were, we were so threadbare. It was it you know we, we were having to put out our strongest side in the FA Cup because you you would wouldn't you? And then we were cobbling sides together in between. But it's been a bit it's been a bit easier this time this time. But yeah, I mean. You just can't turn it down, can you? It's, it just is what it is, and then you you get back to your league league football, and and you you soon get back into the swing of it. Mark, from your point of view, I know you've got loads of injuries at the moment, but look at it. For example, you had the fully fit squad. Would you view it as a, an opportunity to rest a few players, or would you go as full strength as you can because you want to get to that yeah, next no round chance, and make mate. the money? Yeah, no chance. <laughs> The full strength, mate, yeah, all the way. It's just, you're talking, I mean, in National League teams in the last two years, Chesterfield got third round proper away at Chelsea, didn't they? Yes, yeah, um, yeah. They got, I'm going to say, the same last year, home to West Brom. Um, yes. Right. Um, Boreham Wood the year before away at Everton. Right, Everton fourth fifth, round. Fifth round, I think they got to, yeah. Right. So you're talking 50% gate share. You know, for a club like Horsham or Dawkins, which is, Horsham and Dawkins are similar-sized clubs, realistically. Mm. We just put more money against the playing side, to be quite frank. Um, and realistically, to a clubs like us, getting half of a gate like that, which is so attainable, is life-changing. So you've got to be, you've got to be in it to win it, mate. So full strength. <coughs> Absolutely. I mean, Dom, you're tenth at the moment, um, two in hand on third place, and only four points behind. So you're in in a good position, as you as you said earlier. You're not too not too far behind this time as you were when you went to Carlisle a few years ago. And Mark, you're sitting in fourteenth, four points off the playoffs, and and five points off of off a of round two as well. Um, we're quite well up on games in in the national league, aren't we? Having played fifteen, obviously, Dom's yeah only played half of that as well. Because you've both got a lot of part-time part-time players as well, those extra games you've got coming up during the week, do you have to look to rotate the squad a little bit and manage the players a little bit just to protect those injuries? I mean, from from our point of view, we 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 we've done that a bit this this week. We've done it with a trophy as well. I mean, I think they eventually break Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesdays. Mm. It's so tough that this. It's not even the football, it's the lack of recovery time. It's them going yeah. straight back to work, you know, working on, you know, whatever they do for day jobs. A lot of these boys are doing manual work. It's not like they're just sitting at home, relaxing during the day, recovering, and then sooner or later they break. So you have to be mindful of it a little bit. You have to sort of tweak and change it when you can. Um, as I said, last time we had this cut run, we, we, we didn't really have that luxury. So we were getting more and more, we were losing two or three a game. It was just, it was just mad. Um, but yeah, it's, you, you've got to try. You've got to try and um, put freshness into the group. But sometimes you don't have the luxury with with, with non-league football. Annoyingly, we some spell, fans... we, Mark, of, um, of what Tuesday, Tuesday, Saturday for three weeks. Yeah, it's murderous, like mm. badly. I mean, the thing is, obviously, what's not helped this year has been the uh, all the extra minutes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
and it's more demanding. I think no matter what, you know, the higher up you go, there is more demanding on the players. That's the bottom line. The games are quicker, more dynamic, stronger. Um, but yeah, one of the issues you get as a manager, I know Dommer gets this, obviously, is that some players sort of don't tell you if they're struggling. Others don't even know if they're, gonna, if they're struggling. They don't really identify the signs. So you've got to be quite diligent, really. Sometimes you've got to think, right, what's his injury record? What's his age? If I'm asking him to play four games in two weeks, he's probably in the red zone and I might have to rotate him. Sometimes you've got to take decisions for him. And, and, <coughs> and for you, Mark, it's probably it's a little bit easier to, to probably try and get a player at in than it is for Dom. If you pick up a couple of injuries, Dom, have you got a little bit of scope to be able to replace those players or have you just got to try and muddle through? Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on it depends on things like cut runs. Do you know what I mean? If there's some extra finances that come, <laughs> but you only have you only have a a certain a certain limit on what you can do. And also, it's it's not easy really getting getting players in. Like I think Mark's the same, but I, I hate signing new players. Like you never ever know mm, what you're yeah. going to get. Mm. And sometimes sometimes making those sort of rush rash ones is is a is a pointless you know it's a pointless thing. You're better off just being a bit patient, suffering a little bit, perhaps dropping some points here or there, then going and signing signing players you don't particularly want to sign, locking them in, and then you're you know, you're stuck with them. Do you know what I mean? It's you sometimes have to suffer short term in order to to get back on track. Um but yeah, bringing new people into a team is is always a is always a risky thing. Is you know, as I said, I hate Major. hate players. Mid season signings are, are are often it's a big risk. Yeah, I mean it's it's a rarity making a cracking mid-season. I think you can make ones at the back end of the season when you're building for the year after. Less yeah. pressure in football. If you've got something on your season, people can sometimes jump. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, sell out crowd on Saturday, 1,980. Um, bit similar to the crowd talking uh, against Barnet on, on Saturday, Mark, as well. Um how do you think your guys will handle that, Dom? Because they used to play in front of about a thousand. Um, you know, the extra added spice of the derby as well. Yeah, they should enjoy it. I think you know, it's like, it's you know, we're not. It's 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 quite a nice atmosphere at Horsham. It's not it's not the most intimidating place to come play football. But no. um, I think um, I think I think they should thrive off it. I think you know, any any time you play in front of a, a decent crowd, it's it's better in it than playing in a sort of a ghost ghost ground but yeah it should be great I mean you know for both clubs it's a it's a really it's a really good opportunity and it's a really good good day it's going to be good I think we've got a friendly rivalry as the, between the two clubs um you know Mark's helped us with players in the down the years and we we've we've had friendlies to you know we, we've come up through the leagues together so it's a friendly rivalry I think the supporters historically have gotten quite well I think ours went and supported them one day when we were off at Leverhead because it was the nearest game, and I think some of the Dorking supporters have come down to ours. So it should be it should be a really good day. If it's anything like the Woking one, it was it, it was a brilliant day. It was a really good atmosphere, and um, yeah, it should be really enjoyable. I mean, to be fair to Horsham, I'm not trying to brown nose Dom. We could always have to do say it as it is, as we know. But um, you know, what I mean, like Dom's got them ready for sort of being a, you know, when you think about where Horsham were at Queen Street and then homeless. And then what was it, Dom? County League, wasn't it? Yeah, we ended up getting back. The club went down to step five. Um, when Unbelievable. We, were, we ended up going down to Lansing for a bit. 
yeah, I mean, homeless, step five. And then, you know, they, they, Horsham have done that clever thing, which barely any clubs do these days when they get, they get a manager in and stick with them a bit like Worthing, Worthing have done with Hinch. And, um, and it pays dividends. And then, you know, you get a proper manager in that knows how to grow it sustainably. The crowds then start, you know, building up an affiliation with the manager and the players. Less play over a, a, a player turnover really helps that as well. And now Horsham are able to, I mean, they're not far behind Dorking Wanderers really in terms of like, I mean, I think what, number one in the Bostick League, Ishmael League last year, wasn't it? Attendance? Yeah, and we were last year. I think Dulwich yeah. are going to uh, going to smash it this year. But yeah, yeah. we're, we're, yeah, we're right always an, an anomaly. But number one, when you think about where that's come from, mm. um, National South Club in the making, got their own property now, all the rest of it. So it's to, it is good times for Horsham. And to Dom's point, when you think about where we've come from personally, playing in front of 16 people week in, week out, um, you can't complain. No, you never take it for granted, do you, Mark? Nah, never. I love it. I miss it. I miss the... Uh, I went to Locksford the other week and I enjoyed it down there, getting a cup of tea and standing next to the rail That more, more than I've enjoyed anything I do. Like, I love it. You never... That's the roots of what I've achieved, really. And you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those days were all good. Yeah, I think that's the great thing about football. I mean, like Saturday, I was up watching you last... Last night we were recording on a on a Wednesday. Last night I was up at um, Corinthian watching Corinthian and Rustall in the at step five. You know you can you can go and do that, make that difference, and the game's just as enjoyable as it is whether you're watching it at the top top non league level or, or at the bottom as well. You know it's just that great. It. Um, now from what I can work out history wise between you two, there's only been two meetings over one season, and you're level at one win each. I'm not going to ask you both for a score prediction, but Oh, just... we've had loads, mate. <laughs> yeah. Have you? We've had loads of games. That's the only one I can, the only one, the only one I can find. Oh, um, no. So, from, I mean, we first, first come up against each other in the West Sussex Prem. Yeah. That was 14 years ago. And then County 3, County 2, County 1, Ryman South. Then Mark's gone too high, really. We, 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 we bought so, Jason Pryor. That's the only difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yours, Don, would have been East Preston and Klimpin, would it have been against? Klimpin, Worthing United, East Preston. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, so, the first time we, we played against Mark, yeah. we were playing We, we were playing at West Ham. <laughs> See, this is why, I'm like, again, like this brown-nosing thing. It ain't a brown-nosing thing. I've What, what they've done <laughs> is incredible. Like anyone who just thinks, ah, oh, it's just money or this, that, and that. I remember going there. There was a bit of rope around the pitch in the West Sussex Prem. There was mm. one cabin and both teams got changed in it. There was one set of showers, I think. Uh, there was no, there was nothing yeah. else. And and we played there. And um, about half an hour into the first half, my the guy I used to do it with, um, Ian Brown, he was... Uh, yeah, I know Brownie, front, yeah. Yeah, he was playing up front for us. And he used to bring yeah. his boy to games. And all of a sudden he's gone, stop, stop, stop the game, stop the game. And his, his little boy, he must, I mean, he must have been about seven, had wandered off into the woods in Dorking. <laughs> so the game had to stop while Brown has gone looking for his kid. That was the first first time. And and then um, I think the same season, they come down to Klimping and we got their centre up. Our centre forward got their centre half um, sent off. He, he rolled around and ripped his sock. And the ref looked down at his sock, thought it was a bad challenge, got him sent off. But we've had loads. That was, uh, yeah. 
That was Mark, Justin Skinner, the ex Wimbledon. Yeah, from, Justin from Skinner, that's it. Yeah. So there's been loads, mate. Yeah. Played, um, <laughs> you stopped us. We we were undefeated away from home for like two years, and you put all your all your mates out. It was um, I think it was in County Two, and you had that. Is we it put, we, put, we famously put a bloke called Perky in goal, Ian Perkis, who yeah. was about fifty four. And he, he hadn't played in goal for 10 years and he had a worldy game. It's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, we lost our unbeaten record. We won County Free <laughs> at Mark's Ground. We had a few beers afterwards. He beat us 7 0 there one night. Do you remember oh, that? Mark? remember that at West Dumble. That was a dark day in my life, that one. There's been loads. <laughs> that same season, because that's the year you went up in the playoffs in step four, wasn't it? And um, we won at our place. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, yeah. There's, there's been plenty. <laughs> down the years. Yeah, but that's a, a mixed record. Yeah, yeah but I mean that's I mean that's a record. The two I've got between Dawkins and Horsham on that one. Like I said, I'm not going to ask you both for a, for a score prediction. But okay. how do you both set up for the game? Bearing in mind, obviously Dom marks two two steps higher. Mark Dom's two steps lower. How do you approach it compared to how you would a normal league game? Um, <laughs> we'll prepare in the same way. Obviously, you know, we'll try and try and do our homework like we always do. It's a bit of an it's a bit of a weird one because obviously we know ninety percent of their players quite well and yeah. Mark's the same. He knows what we do. I mean, we even talk on the on the phone quite a bit about tactics, players, player availability. So it's quite a weird one, really. You never really have a a situation like this. We'll prefer how we normally do, and and our boys will have to be over and above their normal in order to to you know to get a result. Like it's um we played Midhurst on last night. And they're two divisions below us and. It was a you know it was a comfortable night for us, so it's 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 going to be a huge challenge. But you never know, do you? Do you know what I mean? We'll 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 go there in the same way we always do, and um and pull up, try and pull off a you know an upset. That's what do, it is. Do you watch a bit of bunch of amateurs to see if you can pick up any snippets? Uh, I've seen you a bit. Of it, yeah, <laughs> I've seen some of it. I've seen some of it. Yeah, I, I haven't watched. We it literally, recently, but... if if I'm on a coach or Dom's on a coach on the way back from a game, and the other one might get a message to the other one and it'll say something like, I fucking hate football, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and there's been a lot of counselling. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we've been in contact for years. I mean, players' formations, like just tips, you know, just always throwing objective views out there. Sometimes not that you use even at the time, but sometimes you refer back to, you know what, Dom always says that or Mark always says this and, so it, 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 to be honest, it's probably as you know, sort of closer, you know, management relationship as you probably get, really realistically. Um, but um, I think the main thing for me is that, and I haven't looked at it, is that the officials are good, um, because you'd like to think. I think a two thousand in a, in, a, in a ground like at Metabank and that it's noisy. It's you know, it's, it, it's it, the, the crowd's close to the pitch and. You like it old old fashioned officials in a mm. game like this, a bit like a playoff game. They would be more lenient. They'd be more sort of they they they'd make sure they'd be clear on big decisions. They'd consult more. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's all you hope is you don't get a dickhead that tries to be the star of the show and then ruin the game for one or the other. Because in a cup game, a bit like a playoff game, we've had some we've had so many playoffs that. We've had cracking referees in playoffs where they've gone, look, it's a playoff game. I'm expecting everybody to be a bit more aggressive. Right. I'm not going to start showing cards. I'll give out some extra warnings. And that's what 
good officiating looks like. So I really hope we get that. Hmm. I don't think there's yeah. any segregation is there on Saturday either. So you'd be able to get the changing events which you don't get in the National League, Mark. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Although I guess people might stay where they are. I guess it depends if they can see. I mean, it's a bit like our ground dominant, really. A lot yeah. of flat standing. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, that's the main main thing. It'll be it'll be very similar, won't it? It's like it's quite if you're a two or three back, you can probably move around, but if you get down the front, the likelihood is you're not moving, are you? Yeah, exactly mm. that. Absolutely. I think it's gonna be um, quite a cracking atmosphere, I think, on Saturday. Um thank you both very much for coming on. Wish you both the best of luck. Um I'm not gonna pick a winner because I ain't got a clue who's gonna win it. Um I haven't seen both of you play this year in the last two weeks, actually. So um Thanks very much, both of you, for coming on. Really appreciate it. And good luck on Saturday. Cheers, Cheers Trev. Thank you.